Poso maoni work, wai wanen kitanen ni mo e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamene hokihi. Welcome to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapoos. On this episode, I'm joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I'd like to remind everyone we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Morning, Sheena. Happy Friday. Yay for Friday. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> So we kind of had like a lot of news going on uh, in the last day or two. Um, For the first piece, can you talk about um, the Pfizer vaccine being approved for the use of, is it 12 to 15 now? 12 to 15. Yeah, that's correct. So this last week, uh, the FDA gave the, the, the EUA, the emergency used authorization, um, for the Pfizer vaccine to be lowered from 16 years old uh, to include the age group of 12 to 15. So now 12 year olds can receive the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine um, and they can be vaccinated against it. They found the efficacy for it is right near 100% for all practical purposes. So it's you know really good at helping you know prevent your, your younger children or your younger teens from uh, getting COVID. So um, is the tribe going to be trying to get Pfizer now that it's been improved for younger uh, children? Yeah. So Dr. Schlegel and our emergency our, our emergency medical director um, already requested Pfizer. The ordering's kind of funny on, you know, when you can get specific vaccines from DHS. Um, so hopefully we'll have them by the 20th, which would just be next week, given the date today. Um, and so by next Friday, we're hoping we have some of the Pfizer vaccines. Um, Dr. Schlegel's already received phone calls and stuff at the clinic of individuals individuals that want their teens to be vaccinated. So that's really encouraging for helping, you know, prevent the spread within the community. So um, what what research was done or how do we know that this vaccine was safe for this age group? Like what, how did they get to this conclusion? So Pfizer conducted um, an additional phase three uh, trial on the the vaccine. Uh, They had 2,260 teens ages 12 to 15 enrolled uh, for the efficacy of the vaccine. Like we mentioned earlier, it prevents, you know, infection almost 100% of the time. Um, with that control group, they also found, you know, very few reactions, if any at all. They were very minimal, um, and they've, they've deemed it safe for, for broader uh, application and adoption. Um, and right now, they're currently doing additional phase three trials um, for ages six months to 11 years old. So they, they want to see if, if the vaccine is, is safe enough for the entire broad spectrum of of individuals that are open for vaccination. So they've they've run trials. They're also, you know, continuing to watch those teens for any long-term conditions that may crop up. But so far there haven't been any that they've uh, had to report or that they've seen in their in their control group. So will the dosage be any different for children than it is for adults? No, the the dosage the do- 
<laughs> I can talk. The dosage is still going to need to be uh, two doses uh, given approximately four weeks apart for, uh, from each other. Um, additionally, you know, the children will be observed for 15 minutes after they receive each dose, and that's just to make sure that they don't have any sort of anaphylactic reaction, um, which is what adults are, are experiencing right now when they go to receive those vaccines. So it'll be the same across the board for them. So the other big piece of news that came out yesterday was the CDC changing their masking guidelines. Can you just go over that? Yeah, so as far as their new guidelines, they say that fully vaccinated individuals can resume activities without wearing masks or physical distancing, except where required by federal, local, tribal laws or territorial laws and regulations. Um, so right now, the tribe still has a mask mandate in effect, um, but that is something that we're going to reevaluate given the new recommendations and the level of individuals that have been vaccinated. So that's going to come up later in incident command. Um, one of the things they do bring up though, for individuals that aren't vaccinated, they say a mask's not a substitute for social distancing. Um, and that masks should be worn in addition to staying six feet apart, especially when you're indoors with people that don't live in your household. So if you haven't been vaccinated, you know, you carry on with, or should be carrying on with the same level of caution, um, that you've had, recently or that we should be should have been exercising recently um, and they say that you know those masks should definitely cover your nose and mouth if it's snuggly against the side of your face without any gaps um, and be worn anytime you're traveling um, on any sort of public transportation planes buses trains um, or things of that nature so to be clear this hasn't changed the mask mandates for the tribe yet the tribe has not yet changed their mask mandate, but we will be discussing that on Monday. Okay. And I guess a lot of people are like very surprised by the news that the CDC has changed their guidelines. Um, I know this is off the cuff, but can you, like, how did they come to this conclusion? Like, what are they looking at that is showing them that we can take this step now? You know, versus last time it was like very mild, like, and then yeah. we're like, Free rain. So they, they've had they've had more time to observe the effects of the vaccinations um, on on the communities and the populations. Um, they've also been able to observe several states like Texas and Florida that haven't seen you know spikes in the number of COVID cases, and they've you know abolished their mask mandates um, and lifted a lot of their their COVID restrictions that were in place. Um, previously. And so they're, they're seeing in real time that, you know, the vaccines are effective um, and we can probably list, lift a lot of the, you know, previous restrictions on populations. And so that's kind of uh, where they're revamping that or taking that stance from. So to me, there wasn't a lot of like really clear instructions the way that there was in the past. They were just kind of like return to pre-pandemic right. life, I was, which I think I was is really kind of hard when I read, to I was believe. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's very broad and open-ended. <laughs> all right. So well. do you think that we're going to hear more detailed instructions in the future? Or is it just kind of they're Over stepping and back done at with, this or point? You yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a really good question. And I, I would say that the big question deals with the variant uh, spread at this point. Um, it doesn't seem to be a, a huge percent of COVID cases, um, especially here in Wisconsin. Uh, we've 
tested roughly 900 cases um, for vari variation in genomics, um, which is a little less than 1%. Uh, and it doesn't seem like the variants tend to be spreading very quickly through the U.S., um, and that's great. I know one of the things that people were worried about was how effectively the vaccines would fight off the variations, but it seems like they're doing a pretty solid job of that at this point in time. Okay. Well, um, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap this episode up? You know, if people have additional questions, we can definitely put some of the links to the CDC recommendations um, and information in the show notes. Um, we would just recommend that, you know, everyone work to get vaccinated as soon as they possibly can. Um, uh, just for my family, we, we took our daughter and got her vaccinated yesterday. The tribe doesn't have um, the Pfizer vaccine yet. But I know it's available at places like Walgreens and CVS and other other pharmacies. Um, and so if you, if you can't wait until the 20th, you know, you might want to consider booking with them and, and seeing if you can get in um, because it's, it really will help everything return to normal faster, I think. So keep that in mind and uh, keep your, your family and yourself healthy and safe. Thank you, Vaughn. Hey, thank you. YWANN for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. I do weekly updates with Vaughn and welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. Again, please send those to us at podcast at mitw.org.